0: Hey guys, it's JJ from Team Tate Academy. Welcome to my podcast, Dressage Life with me, JJ Tate. Like you, I've had my fair share of ups and downs, both with horses and in life in general. I've been so fortunate to have spent most of my life learning from some of the best riders and trainers on the planet. I've also worked hard to learn to cope and balance the crazy highs and heartbreaking lows that come with having horses in our lives. I want this podcast to inspire you, teach you, and remind you that it's all normal, and we are all in this together. I'm so glad you're here. Today's episode was originally featured in my private Facebook group, Team Tate TV. If you're not already there, please join us for more inspiring conversations.
1: The topic for tonight that I really wanna narrow in on was what's the biggest priority that needs to change and how do we get the rider to make the correct improvement in the horse? What is this idea of exaggerating certain things versus replicating? Like when we see Charlotte Dujardin riding, we are like, oh my God, she's amazing. I want to ride just like that. I want to replicate exactly how she's sitting, her elbows, her chest, her back. It's amazing. But we also have to recognize the whole idea of Hegel's dialectics. And I gave a lecture in the uh, academy about this. uh, I believe it was about how to develop the seat. But Hegel's dialectics you know, really is about the process of noticing you, like, what is, like, what is the thesis? And the thesis is what is happening right this moment? And then your antithesis is what do I want to have happen? And then your synthesis in the middle is how do I get there? And so when you think about, like, Charlotte Dujardin as you, as your rider that you want to replicate like just riding around in only that form there's a time and a place for that but there's also something important about the exaggeration of the way to get there and so what we mean by that like let's take a horse for instance like what what do i have let's take isaac you know for those of you in the academy isaac is our um amazing, dazzling, dapper, fourth-level horse. He's getting ready to do the St. George soon. He is a rescue pony from the countryside in Tennessee. I mean, starved. He was a stallion. It's amazing. Like, and he's just a totally great horse. And he had this terrible, like, hammock body, and we called him the cornucopia because it just looked like the cornucopia shape. And then his cute little head was on the top. And so that was our thesis. Like, what is it that we have? Well, we have an upside down, feral, opinionated, extremely smart rescue horse. And what's our antithesis? Well, we'd like to produce a Grand Prix horse. And then the question is, how do we get there? And so he's upside down, head up, you know, whatever. And we want to, like, do the opposite. We want to stretch that horse way down because, like, because then in the middle becomes a supple, elastic, connected horse. And so it's interesting where it's like we want to, you know, we, we want a Grand Prix horse, but we can't just practice the end. We have to understand that there's means to the end. And so, yes, we want this, like, pre-St. George horse, but we can't just take this upside-down, feral pony and then ride, it like, this replicating, this pre-St. George horse with this pull-up, and, his, you know, he's going to not develop that back at all, you know, or develop his, his body in a way that can carry the rider in a better way. So how do we get that? what is our synthesis, stretch him down, make him pull his neck out of his back, that he raises the saddle and you get the hind legs under and the neck round so that he learns how to bring the back up. And so that looks like nothing, like the end, right? So we need to always practice like the means to the end. And so that's so similar to like a rider's seat. So we have to recognize where we're at, like. What's happening? I bounce a little bit and my legs are wiggly and I'm, uh, I get a little bit like leaning forward and holding on to the horse's mouth. Well, okay, that's my, that's my thesis. What is my antithesis? I would like to look like Charlotte Dujardin. And then it's like, okay, how do I get there? I need to go on the lunge line with no reins and no spurs and no stirrups, and do everything else, but ride exactly in that vertical. You, in order to have a beautiful seat up at the vertical, you need to be able to lean back behind the vertical. And really, um, you know, we talk about it like leaning behind the vertical like 45 degrees to gain that strength, and stability through the rider's core to be able to loosen the hips and follow that horse's motion. If we just stay like that beautiful, um, straight, you know, like not rigid, but like tight, you know, like she's really secure with where she's sitting. But if we haven't gotten loose and supple and following the horse's wave of motion, when we go to sit like Charlotte Dujardin, we might actually just be stiff. And so that's not what we want because that's not going to produce what we want in that horse. And so it's important to kind of think about teaching and producing things in ourselves and our horses by this concept of when do we exaggerate something and when do we Replicate that like ideal image. And, you know, kind of thinking about that too, is Charles always says, we have to do what the horse needs and not what he wants. And that's usually the opposite. So I love that too, because that's, you know, I have a fast running inverted horse above the bit. And I, I want it to be. Uh, I want it to be round and bowed up in the back and available with its hind legs to come under the body. How do I get that? You know, I have to then exaggerate for that horse, that like horse, you need to go long and low with your neck and slow the heck down. Slow it down. Uh, Another funny story Charles always talks about with Hegel's dialectics as far as What are your means to the end? Is, you know, we always talk about like the journey, you know, it's not the end that counts, it's what we learn along the way.
0: Hey guys, did you know that I have an online training academy? Well, I do, and it's called, dun 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 dun, Team Tate Academy. Do you need to know how to ride a shoulder in better? Does your horse get spooky or tight? Would you like a little more theory in bite sized chunks? How about help with those flying changes or even just helping your horse learn to go on the bit a bit better? We already have over 170 videos on every subject from basic connection from the ground to Piaf and Passage and everything in between. And I do mean everything. The videos are about 12 minutes long and come with cheat sheets so you can download and keep it at the barn. It's easy to listen from your car, maybe even while you're tacking up your horse. All Academy members join the tack room chats, twice monthly Zoom meetings where you can ask questions and discuss with two of my coaches. And sometimes even I'm able to be there live. Apprentice level members receive monthly lectures with deep dives into theory, discussions with other experts, including horse and rider biomechanics, saddle fitting, long lining, mental health and more. You can check it out at TeamTateAcademy.com slash info. And now, back to the podcast.
1: So this Hegel's Dialectics what's the thesis? I'm poor. What is my antithesis? I would like to be rich. And so how do I get there? Well, I could go to school and get a job and get a good job and then... 12 years later, I will be rich, which is the long view. I could, if I feel like that's too hard, I could go rob a bank. But then the new, like, synthesis becomes the new thesis. So then I am poor. I want to be rich. I go rob a bank. That becomes robbing the bank becomes the new thesis, which then turns into then I go to jail. (laughs) You know, and so it's so important to think about not just these end points or those ideals that we are reaching for. It's that first we have to understand we will never achieve perfection. That's just never going to happen in, in any way. Perfect, perfect person, perfect wife, perfect rider, perfect trainer, always making the right decision, you know, that's unattainable. And we all have to accept that that's not happening. And so it's about striving for that excellence and that idea of what is happening during my process of becoming that. You know, when I'm on the lunge line and I've got Charlotte Dujardin as my, that's my antithesis. That's where I want to be one day. But I cannot just practice that means I will not be following the horses. I have to do everything but ride in that exact position because the means then creates the end. And so when I go on the lunge line or I ride without stirrups or I do my yoga or whatever, that produces the better end result by actually not practicing the end result. So I hope you guys kind of get that idea. And it's a fascinating thing to think about um, as far as like stretching the horse down or leaning back behind the vertical. How do I truly develop a seat that when you look at the rider, you want to have the idea that you cannot tell where the rider's seat begins and the saddle ends. It's just connected it's just like one like sometimes when I wear uh like black riding pants i I imagine like I am sitting just part of the saddle, and I from far away I don't want anyone to see that I am not completely connected to the horse's motion and going, and so you know Charles also uh always talks about that. He, the horse needs to be able to carry us around like he carries his kidney or his eyeball, you know? And uh, it's so cute when he says it, and I just love it. And it's like, so, you know, find that way and don't be stuck in that idea of like, I must only ride in this form, just like this, because that's just already too rigid. And the horse is going to be like, whoa, why are you so tight? You're like, because I'm riding like Charlotte Dujardin. I'm just got myself really in a great form, you know? And then the horse is like, what is happening to you up there? You're so tight, you know? So we want to always think about the means, write down the means, journal about the means, Because you will most likely, when we train horses, everything is very cyclical also. So something you work through with the horse when it was six, you're probably going to like circle back around again in two years. And that same thing is going to be evident, maybe in a little bit different way, but it kind of has the same base and you're going to be able to work through it again. And so then when it's 12 and it's getting ready to do the grand prix you're going to run into something similar again and you're going to have to have remembered i did first off know that that's normal second know that i've been i've gotten through this once before so i know how to get through it it's best if you write it down so that you like for sure have proof <laughs> I love to take, I'm like a note taker. I took three pages of notes with Dr. Jenny. Like, uh, I love notes. Um, But that sense of like, I'm feeling this. How did I get through that? And sometimes it takes, and the the first time it comes around, it might take trial and error, and that's also okay. But then as you get through it the first time, it's gonna, you're gonna be able to get through it again the second time a little bit sooner. You're gonna be like, oh, I, that doesn't, That doesn't bother me or scare me because I've been through this already and I understand this process. I understand the means to my end because the end is just this wonderful result. And it's funny because a lot of times in lessons, that's the part we remember. And I just had this amazing half pass to the left. Oh, you know, and then it's like, yeah, but what? was the last 15 minutes that led up to that amazing event. Because we're all pretty kinesthetic, and I think that's why we love riding dressage, because it's a feel, and it's this connection with your horse on a whole nother level, like soul to soul, that you're just thinking something, and the horse is doing it, and it's just, like, amazing. And so that idea of really... Taking care of what that means is, is, is huge. And that the answers are in that depth. And we have to understand how we got there. What did we do? And what was the process? Because it's easy to just remember the end result. So I don't have any wine up here because there, they, you know, oh, here. But I do have some smart water. <laughs> So cheers to everybody at home. I I don't want to say challenge everybody, but it would be fun to think about, like, what's your Hegel's dialectics? Like, where are you at right now? Where do you want to go? And map out your way to get there. And then write it down. So thank you guys so much for joining. Make it a great night, you guys.
0: I hope you enjoyed my podcast, Dressage Life with JJ Tate. Don't forget to subscribe. And we would love it if you would share this with other dressage riders, and they can find us wherever they get their podcasts. Do you have a topic request, question, or some feedback? Please email us at teamtatedressage at gmail.com. Thanks for joining, and make it a great day.